Entrepreneur on Fire 497. In need of some motivation? We've got you covered seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. You know you get those phone calls that are worth a thousand bucks? Never miss one again. Go to evoice.com and get $5 off every month for life when you enter promo code FIRE. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Selection, speed, and creativity are just a few of the benefits of having several designers work on your design project instead of just one. Start your next graphic design project at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Nathan Barry. Nathan, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Let's yes. Do this. Nathan is founder of ConvertKit, an email marketing company, and is the author of the App Design Handbook, Designing Web Apps and Authority. Giving our listeners just a little overview, Nathan. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Yeah. So I'm a designer by trade. I got into you know, coding websites back in high school, picked up Photoshop, and then uh, designed websites professionally for a while, led the design team at a startup. And then the latest incarnation of my business and career has been uh, that I teach. So I write write books on design and marketing. And uh, I came out with a course um, just this last week on uh, using Photoshop to design software. And basically, I just... I teach new thing. I, I learn, teach what I've learned, and then just kind of repeat that process. Try to make a living selling products. Well, Nathan, we're going to dive into that living you're making, and it's a pretty solid one. But before we do, give us a little more personal side of you. Yeah. So I live in Boise, Idaho. I'm married, been married for five years, and I have a two-year-old son. His name's Oliver, and he's great. Oliver. Just, it, just gave him a hug because he's taking off uh, oh. to go go grocery shopping with his mom. So just saw him two minutes before this interview. And, uh, you know, it's one of the wonderful things about what we do is that, you know, I, I work from home. I spend a lot of time with my family. We travel a lot together. It's a good life. <laughs> It's a good life. I mean, here we are, Nathan, chatting on a Friday, which for most people, including us, is a work day. Um, yep. But it's 10.08 a.m. for you, and you're not in a cubicle miles from your home. You are sitting in an office in your house just having given your two-year-old son a hug as he's going off with his mother to grab some groceries. And guess what? You'll probably have lunch with him, too. I mean, that's pretty cool. It's great. So Nathan, we're going to dive into your journey and how you have created this life around you. But before we do, we always start with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. I first heard this from James Clear, and I don't know if he was the first person to say it or anything like that, or if he got it from someone else, but um, I'm giving credit to James. And that is to start before you feel ready. So in everything that we're doing, you know, whether it's starting a podcast, appearing on uh, a video recording for the first time, feeling like you're enough of an expert to write a book, any of those things, 
you're never going to feel ready enough. And so you'll always put it off. And so you have to get into the mindset and get into the habit of starting before you feel ready. Oh, I love that mindset. I'm a huge fan of James Clear. He was actually one of the first 20 guests for Entrepreneur on Fire way back in 2012, Nathan, way back in the dinosaur podcasting days. I had James Clear on. I've listened to the episode. (laughs) It was a great one. Um, But I want you to break it down, Nathan. How have you actually applied this quote, this mantra to your life? Back in early 2012, I was designing a lot of iPhone applications And, you know, I was a pretty good designer. All my friends were asking me for advice. I had no problem getting freelancing gigs, all of that. But, you know, I wasn't, um, I wasn't a big name expert. I hadn't designed Facebook. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't designed any app that you'd probably ever heard of. (laughs) And I wanted to teach a book on app design. And, but I, I just had this really nagging feeling of, who are you to teach it? You know, you're not, you're not known as an expert. Only experts can teach, you know, you're not qualified. Uh, writing a book requires, yeah, I don't know, degrees, expertise. You didn't even graduate college, you know? (laughs) And so I have all these thoughts and they just don't feel ready or qualified to write a book on designing iPhone applications. And that's how, that quote came in and that idea of starting before you feel ready. And I realized that from talking to other people uh, who I thought were amazingly accomplished, and I realized that they have that imposter syndrome as well. Even after they've made, you know, they run seven figure businesses and they've done all this amazing stuff. They still feel like, you know, maybe they're not ready to do this next thing. So I real, you know, I realized that I have things I can contribute to the world. There's lots of things I can contribute about, designing iPhone apps. And so I realized I just have to start writing this book. I love it. And I love that you brought up the imposter syndrome. That's something I love talking about here in Entrepreneur on Fire. And I really try to make the point that, listen, Fire Nation, everybody has the imposter syndrome. President Obama, I promise you, he wakes up every morning and he tightens that Oval Office tie of his and he looks in the mirror and he says, who am I to be leading the most powerful country in the world? I mean, it is across the board and you just need to embrace this and learn how to rise above. And Nathan, you've embraced a lot. I mean, I'm a Nathan Berry fan. I've learned a lot from you. I subscribe to your email newsletter. I learn from it. You know, I watch your product launches. I learn from it. You've had a lot of successes, which we're going to talk about. But I want to start right now talking about a failure that you've had at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. So Nathan, take us down to the ground level. Tell us the story of a time that you failed. We want to be there with you and share with us the lessons that you learned. I talk a lot about product launches and almost all of my product launches have gone really well. But there's one that I want to talk about that was a bit of a disaster. <laughs> and uh, this was in uh, probably April 2013. So my my I had two books out at this point. I've been writing about design. I'd sold over $100,000 worth of books in the previous six or eight months. And my business was going great. I had an email list of 5,000 designers who had either, you know, signed up to for more of my tutorials, purchased my book, you know, all that kind of thing. And I had this other friend, Brennan Dunn, who 
ran a great business teaching workshops and online conferences and that kind of thing. And so following his model, I thought, okay, I'm going to teach a workshop on designing better web applications. The topic of my book, but you know, kind of a, a deep dive. And my thought was, okay, I'll charge $400 a ticket, 25 seats, with 5,000 designers on an email list. How hard can it be to sell out 25 seats? Probably in 20 minutes. Done. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be easy, right? <laughs> I've got, you, I can just, with the push of a button, I can contact 5,000 people. That's crazy. <laughs> so I wrote what I thought was a really great email, right? It started off, it, it talked about like design mindset and it taught some lessons and you could learn from it. And then at the end, it transitioned beautifully into a sales pitch for this workshop. I thought it was fantastic. And so I hit send, you know, 5,000 sends and I waited and, and I had my e-commerce um, screen up so I could see the sales coming in. <laughs> and I refreshed. Nothing. Like the ringtone sound for the iPhone that's the, the crickets noise. <laughs> I know it well. <laughs> that's what I heard. Absolutely nothing. Not a single sale. And I was trying to think back to, you know, what went wrong. Because I'd had success before. And I had built up this list. And... You know, so why didn't it work? And I dove into it and I consulted my friends, Amy Hoy, Brennan Dunn, and I asked, what did I do wrong here? And they were like, oh, this, this is actually pretty easy what you screwed up. You told people to buy a product as soon as they heard of it. There was no anticipation. There was no excitement building up to it. That'd be like me saying, you know, John, there's this awesome thing that, I, that you've never heard of. I think you should buy it. It's $400. Buy it right now. And you'd be like, uh, no. My initial reaction is kind of like <laughs> protecting my wallet from you. Right. And so instead, what I realized that you have to do, and I've, and I've done this with every launch previous, I had just gotten lazy, is that you talk about the product in advance. You teach and you say, hey, this book is coming out. And then you keep teaching. You say, this is what's going to be in the book. And people learn from it. And you say, you know, then over time you say, this is the exact day the book's coming out. This is how much it's going to cost. And over the, the course of a couple of weeks or maybe even longer, you build up anticipation and excitement. And then when you finally say, hey, it's here, it's ready, you can buy it. People are like, absolutely. I've been waiting here with my credit card out waiting to buy. <laughs> and when I, when I do that successfully on a launch uh, – Say I put the sales page up like 10, 15 minutes late. I'll have a stack of emails from people going, dude, my Amex is in my hand. Where's the sales page? Why can't I buy it? You know, And that's what happens when you do a launch correctly. And I, I screwed up the launch by not doing any of that, by getting lazy. And uh, that's my moment of failure. But I should say that it was fixable. You know, If you launch a product and nobody hears about it, you know, did the launch ever really happen? I, I say probably not. So, you know, what I did is I went back, I created a launch sequence, three emails over the, the course of a week and a half, um, built up a little bit of excitement. I never sold out the 25 seats, but I sold out eight and I, you know, I did the, the workshop. It was a success. Well worth my time to do even just selling eight seats. And, uh, so yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my story of one of my many stories of failure. Fire Nation, now you can see why I'm such a student of Nathan Barry. I mean, I just love that quote that 
if a launch happens and nobody buys, does it really happen? Well, <laughs> of course not. So you can just do it again and do it better the next time and then write about it so people can learn from it. And great stuff, Nathan. And we love to boil things down because you shared about 15, I counted, golden nuggets throughout that. So what's one takeaway for Fire Nation that we can really walk away with? I think you have to build up that launch sequence in advance. You can't just think that you can spring, even if you've built up a huge audience, you can't just spring a product on them and expect them to buy. You have to really convince them over time. You have to get them excited about it. And you have to do that all before you give them an opportunity to actually purchase. So Nathan, that was a massive aha moment that you had, that light bulb that went off when you consulted your friends, people in your mastermind and said, what did I do wrong? And they said this and you said, dope, of course, that's exactly what I did wrong. The light bulb went off and you fixed it going forward. But that's the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur, Nathan. We don't just have one aha moment. We don't just have one light bulb throughout our journeys. You know, We have many light bulbs. And for the lucky ones, we have light bulbs on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. But what I want you to do now is to tell us another story, because that was such a great story about a failure. And this time, make it about a unique aha moment, a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. Tell us that story, Nathan, and the steps that you took to turn that idea into success. Yeah, so the, I'll tell you about the aha moment that has defined uh, my entire recent career. Fire Nation, do you see how he now sets the stage? He's learns. He doesn't just dive into it. He sets the stage. He has the teaser. We're all leaning forward, Nathan. Do tell. All right. So I had made a lot of products over the last, we'll say, five, six years. Um, I was different times. You know, I was a freelancer. I was employed, uh, you know, at the, the startup. And I would always make products on the side, WordPress themes, iPhone apps, um, all kinds of stuff. Here's the problem. They didn't make sales. And so I didn't understand how short of buying advertising, which I didn't have any money for advertising, uh, how to get people to come and buy my products. And that was really, really frustrating. And so at one point I was following this guy, his name's Chris Coyer, and he runs a website called cssstricks.com. And he and I, I remember when he came out with CSS Tricks, I read it and I thought, I already knew that. You know, I was a web designer. I was pretty good with CSS. We'll say intermediate level. And uh, so was Chris. He already knew, or I already knew what he had written. And so I kind of thought, Chris isn't much of an expert to be writing on this topic. If I already, you know, I already know that. So I patted myself on the back and I moved on. Chris kept putting out tutorials and they were good and they got better and better. And I kept going, oh yeah, I already knew that. And I like kind of ratcheted up my, uh, my ego a tiny bit each step. I'm like, hey, I'm actually a pretty good web designer. <laughs> if like what this pro is teaching, I already know. And, you know, Chris had his different jobs. He had his freelance gigs just like I did. And, uh, and we kept getting better. And over time, you know, people would ask me questions and I'd refer them to CSS tricks because instead of writing out a whole answer myself, it was easier to say, go check out this article. And then Chris did something that blew me away. He released a Kickstarter campaign trying to raise $3,500. And what he said is, I want to redesign my site and I want to be able to take a month off from work and all of that. And so I need this $3,500 to do it. 
And if you guys will help fund me, then I will create uh, tutorials about the whole redesign process. And for the, for those who back the project, we'll get access to it. And so I, I saw this campaign. And I'm like, oh, that's neat. Uh, Chris will probably raise 3,500 bucks. You know, people like his stuff. It's good. He raised something like $87,000. And, and I looked at this and went, well, hold on all the way along. Remember Chris and I have the same skill level. We're both now advanced web designers. I don't know. And our ability with CSS is exactly the same at this point. We've progressed at the same rate. So how does he have the ability to flip a switch and raise $87,000? And I can't do that at all. And the difference is that the whole way along that whole process, he was teaching. He would do a freelance project. He'd learn something new. And instead of you know storing that away in his mind, he would also teach it to anyone else who was interested and through that, he built an audience, an audience that was thrilled to give him money. And that's when it finally set in, is that in order to sell products, and really the best form of marketing is teaching. And ever since then, it's become the core of all my marketing models. It, I mean, everything I do to sell products is based around teaching and giving away information. And uh, it's just, it's defined my business, but boy, did it take me a long time to learn that lesson. <laughs> and you apply it so well, Nathan. I mean, you have one of the highest unique open rates in the industry of people that I know, because whenever an email comes in from you, I know that I'm going to learn something in that email because you're teaching something. You have trained me as a consumer of your content to know that I'm going to improve somehow by reading your email, by going to your website and reading that blog post, whatever it might be. So yeah, it might have taken you a while, but you really have pulled away that great knowledge. And again, Nathan, for Fire Nation, let's boil it down. What should Fire Nation be taking away from this journey, from this part of your life? Those people that you look at as experts, they don't teach because they are experts. You know, we talked about that with, with the imposter syndrome and me writing the first book. So people don't actually teach because they're experts. They are experts because they teach. Ooh. And so you have to understand that in order to become that expert, in order to be asked to speak at those conferences, all of those things, you have to start teaching. None of that's going to happen unless you start by teaching everything you know. And so for me, you know, I started out, I taught design and that led to selling design books. And then I, after I launched the, um, the first design book, I write, wrote a blog post saying, Here's everything I learned about marketing the book. Here's the launch numbers. Here's all that I taught everything, even though it didn't relate to design and I didn't have a product that that would help me sell or anything like that. And people really resonated with that post. The next design book, I wrote another one. And after a little while, I was getting far more emails about marketing and product launches than I was actually getting about how to design <laughs> software. And so, you know, just by learning something new and teaching it, I ended up going down a totally new road where, you know, I wrote a book about how, called Authority about how to uh, write and market and profit from books. And, uh, you know, just this, this whole idea of, I don't know where I'm going to be a year from now, but I can guarantee you I will be learning new things and I will be teaching them to anyone who wants to listen. 
And Nathan, let me put a cherry on top of your golden nuggets here. Because when I launched Entrepreneur on Fire in September of 2012, I had no online presence. I had no broadcasting experience. I had never had any entrepreneurial venture of my own at all. Three months after launching Entrepreneur on Fire, because I had interviewed 100 entrepreneurs up to that point, I was asked to speak at New Media Expo on podcasting to a room full of online entrepreneurs. I mean, seriously, it's taking action, it's teaching, it's providing that platform. And and that's all I did was just provide that platform. You've actually taken even another step forward and are teaching it hand-to-hand, mouth-to-mouth. So Fire Nation, great takeaways there. And Nathan, what I want you to share with us now, what is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? So when I wrote this book, Authority, I was teaching teaching people that, you know, if you write technical books, you don't have to you don't have to do them just to get speaking gigs or, or something like that. You can actually make money and profit from them. And so a few months later I asked my audience for case studies. I said, Okay, who's read this book and acted on it and implemented it? And I, I got back a bunch of great stories of people who had, you know, written a book. Uh, like one one guy, Pete Keene, he wrote a book on uh, integrating the payments company Stripe with Ruby on Rails applications. Really, really focused, something that only developers care about. Uh, but I heard back from him that he'd made $12,000 off of selling this book, all inspired by the methods in authority. Someone else had, you know, their book had made $6,000, another person $10,000. And just having all these stories come back to me all at once, I thought, wow, this is why teaching is amazing. And so I'd say that was my proudest moment. So Nathan, you've had a lot of proud moments. Thanks for sharing that one. I have no doubt you have a lot more in the very near future coming. But what I want to talk about now is today. I want to bring things to present times. Because again, you have a lot of exciting things going on. Share with Fire Nation one thing that has you really fired up right now. All right, so I should preface this by saying that, John, you and I just spent an hour right before we recorded this talking about systems and product launches, and I was tearing apart your business and trying to figure out you know, what exactly I can take from it. And so, and by tearing apart, you were meaning we're admiring it in the oh, best yes. possible oh, yes. way. <laughs> I, mean, I mean dissecting it so that I can learn every little bit possible from it. Right. Um, and that, so... That has me really excited right now because the thing that I see you doing really, really well is implementing all of these systems so that your business moves along. You can do multiple product launches. You know, uh, you're doing a, a product launch for Podcasters Paradise with your webinar each week. And so, what I'm really excited about right now is trying to take all these different things. You know, these products on design and marketing, and and my blog audience. You know, everybody's coming from different directions, and trying to put this together into predictable systems so that I can get the most out of my time and um, you know really deliver the most value to my audience. So that's what I'm that's what I'm excited about. That's what all my notes on my computer screen right now are uh, <laughs> are about. It's going to be fun. Well, Fire Nation, I can tell you it's going to be a blast. The hour that Nathan and I spent together was incredibly productive for both him and I. I mean, a lot of things came out that I was taking notes on as well, saying, wow, I got to dive a little more deeper into that, or wow, this is really actually working. So 
I definitely have to say, check out what Nathan's putting together there because it is going to blow you away. And Nathan, before we hit the lightning round, we're going to thank our sponsors. There are a ton of important things that go into launching your own business. And guess what? Being an entrepreneur means that you're in charge of all of them. Having this responsibility means there are several areas where you can easily get caught up in the minute details that really shouldn't be holding you back from launching. Design projects are just one example. I'm not saying your logo or website design aren't important. They definitely are. But these are the types of projects many entrepreneurs use as excuses for delaying their launch. You can upgrade, tweak, or revise your design at any time. Believe me, I revised Entrepreneur on Fire's logo six times since my launch. Translation, stop using design as your excuse for not launching. There's never going to be a better time to start than right now. The best part is it only takes a week at 99designs. All you have to do is visit 99designs.com slash fire and you'll get a $99 power pack of services for free. I don't receive a ton of phone calls here at Entrepreneur on Fire, but when I do, they're important ones. For example, if I agree to do a joint venture, I always like to get on the phone and chat with a person to learn more about them. But with how crazy my schedule can get sometimes, I'm simply not always by my phone. Sure, someone can easily hit my voicemail and leave me a message, but it's not very professional, nor do I always see it right away. And I'm big on response time, especially if it means a missed opportunity. That's why I rely on eVoice to transcribe my voicemails and send them directly to my inbox. Even if my phone isn't right next to me, I'm still guaranteed to see the messages come through my email, and then it's really easy for me to jump on the line and call the person back. Want to experience the same efficiency for your business? Go to evoice.com, enter FIRE at checkout for $5 off every month forever. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. And Fire Nation, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round. And Nathan, this is where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds good. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? That imposter syndrome, just not feeling like I was ready, you know, always doubting my own ability, why people should listen to me, whether I was qualified to teach on the subject. I finally just started. What is the best advice you've ever received? Okay, I'll give you the most profitable advice I've ever received as far as one little thing. I was having a conversation with Chris Gillibo, um, and I was asking him all about you know, self-publishing eBooks and, and that kind of thing. And, and I got tons of amazing answers from him. And then as an offhanded comment, just as we were leaving the restaurant, he said, oh, by the way, selling in multiple packages has worked really well for me. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And so then I checked out his, the way he was doing it. I implemented it my, myself. And what that basically means is I would sell a book for $39, but then I would also sell uh, training and video resources and other things in a higher package, say at $99 and then $249, uh, a package would include interviews and tutorials and, you know, like the Photoshop files to help you design an app and all these extra things bundled with it and selling those multiple packages in every product I've done, it's either doubled or tripled my revenue. And like, I don't know of anything else that you can just make this change 
and and see such a huge increase in revenue. So I would say the best advice came from Chris Gillibo, and that's selling in multiple packages to double or triple your revenue. It's huge. And I've actually learned that incredibly valuable lesson from Ryan Lee, who was looking at Podcasts as Paradise, and he was saying, John, if you have 200 people that will buy a $1,000 product, 20 of those people will have bought a $10,000 product if it was available. That's the multiples yes. you always need to be thinking about. So of course, it's not going to appeal to everybody, but you should have something that will serve people that really can and just want to go all in. So Nathan, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? You know, I don't want to make Chris Gillibo sound even more amazing than he is. <laughs> um, but I, I have to credit this one to him as well. I had a habit uh, that's not a good habit of not finishing things. I'd started several books. I I just didn't finish or launch products. And I came across a blog post from Chris and that was, he was talking about how you can write 300,000 words a year. You know, that's, that's books, that's um, 100 guest po- or 100 blog posts, 50 guest posts, all this stuff. It's easy if you just write a thousand words a day. And so I adopted that habit and uh, I'm now at 571 days in a row. And that's that's turned into hundreds of blog posts, uh, three books, another course, just all kinds of stuff. And the habit for you may not be writing. It could be producing a, you know, publishing a podcast interview every single day (laughs) or it could be, you know, making a tiny bit of progress on your business every day or your side project, your software application, whatever it is. If, but if you want to make big things happen, you have to make progress on it every single day. Fire Nation, this is so huge. Every single day that Nathan writes a thousand words, that might not be turning into a blog post. That might not be turning into an email. It might be. But guess what it is turning into? Nathan getting a little bit better at what he does. Some people say, John, are you going to keep doing a seven day a week podcast? And I'm saying, absolutely, because every single interview I do, every podcast episode that I conduct gets me a little bit better at being a podcast host. I mean, compare this interview, Fire Nation, with episode, you know, 20 with James Clear. And, you know, even though James Clear is amazing, my skills lacking as a podcast host, you know, didn't bring out as much from him that could have benefited you, Fire Nation. So by me continuing to work every day, by Nathan doing the same, we're both bettering ourselves and the skills that we love. And Nathan, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So that's Gumroad. And I sell all my products through you know books and everything through Gumroad. Um, you could think of them kind of like PayPal or eJunkie, but really, really sexy. And I, I love selling through them and just absolutely highly, highly recommend them. Love Gumroad. And actually a little mini announcement, Nathan. Entrepreneur on Fire, everything that we do is being moved from our Infusionsoft slash authorized.net current setup to Infusionsoft and Gumroad because Gumroad recently integrated with Infusionsoft and we are completely making the switch because there's such an amazing team over there, Jessica, Ryan, just great people, great entrepreneurs, and they're just staying cutting edge. And we could get into a whole Gumroad segment. And I've actually had Ryan Delk on Entrepreneur on Fire. So anybody, Fire Nation, that wants to learn a little more about Gumroad, eofire.com slash Ryan Delk. 
but uh, just a great company. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that Nathan and I are chatting about today at eofire.com slash Nathan Barry. And Nathan, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? So I'm sure all your listeners have read this before. And so I'm not going to recommend this book as the first time you read it or the second time. I'm recommending that you go read this book for the third or the fourth time. And that's the four-hour work week. Yes. And I, and I actually have this document that I just pulled up. And it was written in, let's see, January 2010. And it's dreamlining.txt. And I'm just looking at this now. And this is after I read four-hour work week for the second time. And I was thinking, I want to start implementing this. And I, it's just it's fascinating to me to look back at you know my goals. Uh, one of my goals was by April first, two thousand ten, I wanted to have five thousand dollars in savings. I wanted to be making a thousand dollars from products each month. Um, I wanted to get to the point where I could focus and only be checking my email twice per day. So I don't, I'm not sure that I met any of those goals <laughs> on that timeline. I've met them all. By now, it took me much longer, but I would just say the four hour work week opened up by, you know, my mind to what's possible. And then by going back and reading it multiple times, I've gotten something different out of it every time, depending on where I'm at in my life. And it's been fascinating now to look back at my notes from four years ago and, and just see, you know, what I was, what I was dreaming towards and aspiring to. Go, go read that book again. <laughs> now, Nathan, be honest with me because I'll be really jealous if this is true. Are you still only checking your email twice a day? Um, I go back and forth. <laughs> so I've gone at least a week only checking my email twice a day in a stretch. Um, but things like product launches always screw that up because I'm, you know. Did I get a sale? Did I get a sale? <laughs> exactly. Well, I make sure that doesn't go to my email. That'd be a... Email nightmare, uh, a good nightmare, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> I want to wake up in that nightmare. <laughs> so many sales. Oh. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like the four hour work week for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Nathan, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I might start to sound like a broken record here, (laughs) but there's a key thing that you said is that I still have all the experience and knowledge. Yes. And so I would teach I would spend all those seven days. I wouldn't hide away, spend seven days, you know, writing something great and putting it out there. Day one, I would think something through. I would write it out and I would get it out there. And day two, I would do the same thing. And I would just teach and teach and teach. And doing that, it wouldn't be that long before I'd have an audience. And then you can sell products. You can do all kinds of things. But it's teaching. 
Well, Nathan, I don't actually look at that as a broken record. I look at that as a theme that's developing throughout this interview. And that is so powerful when themes develop throughout Entrepreneur on Fire interviews because then Fire Nation sees those themes and they realize how important they are and then they apply them and they see the results. And wow, I have so enjoyed hearing your journey, Nathan. You're such a good storyteller with the failures, with the aha moments, with what's got you fired up right now. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Keep learning constantly, teach what you know, and then find a way to earn and make a living from teaching. And then as far as how you can get a hold of me, um, you can find all my writing at NathanBerry.com. Barry is spelled B-A-R-R-Y. And uh, I have this this free email course that a lot of people have really enjoyed, and it's on product launches. And it's at NathanBerry.com slash launch. You should check that out. About 5,000 people have gone through that so far and really enjoyed it. Well, 4,998, because I've gone through it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And Nathan, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've talked about in today's episode at eofire.com. Just type in Nathan in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. And Nathan, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, have you attended one of our live webinars on Podcasters Paradise yet? Not only do I cover some of the best podcasting techniques, we also dive right into Paradise, so you could have a sneak peek behind the scenes and look at our vibrant community, filled with over 350 podcasters. Oh, and did I mention that we give away a free lifetime membership during every webinar? Sign up for our next live webinar at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 